The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Breathe. It's just a bad day. Not a bad life. I want you to think about a time when you drop to your knees and you ask God or whatever your religious belief practice is to help you because you needed something. I want you to take a second and think about that. And remember when you got excited when what you asked for, you received. Don't forget that. There's power in believing, and you're a part of that creation. Yes, there are bad days. Yes, there are bad moments. But in the bigger picture, it always works out for the best. Don't allow a bad moment to ruin your bad day. Today, I will take the bad with the good. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I want you guys to get your writing utensils, pen and paper. I want you guys to absorb every bit of jewels that this person is about to drop on y'all. And I consistently learn and, and continue to be inspired by him. And I'm so, I'm so blessed and grateful to call him my friend too, after like two decades, right? Now you really dating us. But that's not bad. Two decades is not bad. The you know, you know the 90s were good. Blessing. That's a <laughs> it is a blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to put your hands together for producer extraordinaire, Mr. Rashawn Fear. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. 
<laughs> Thank you. Rashawn, I'm, I'm so happy to have you here because you are a wealth of knowledge. You know actors like you are an actor's producer. You speak their language. Um, you have stellar relationships, which people continue to support you in your works. So I just want to say that because like they need to be prepared for what you about to tell them. <laughs> so, I, I, tell them how it started, yeah, I, Sean. How did it start for you? Well, Michael Hubbard, in fact, I'm having lunch with him today. He is Martin Lawrence's manager. Uh-huh. And uh, Michael and I grew up together. And um, he basically, um, him and Peter Weiss, mentioned oh, me. The casting director. Yeah, Peter Weiss. Mm -hmm. I was Peter's assistant. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. So um, that's where the I and the instinct yeah. comes from. Right. Okay. Right. So they mentioned me and and um, planted my seed and just let me grow. Wow. And so did you grow up like um, watching a lot of films and, you know, um, did you go to film school? Like how how were you Actually, motivated? To I grew up on the backstage with Tom Jones. <laughs> wow. I love the Tom Jones show. Yes, I, grew, I, I used to um, be on the wings when he would come off before he sings. It's not unusual. Yeah. And, and um, he would, you know, I would give him his jacket. And, you know, my mother uh, was it ran his um, production, his PR. So. Wow. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I pretty much grew up on the midnight specials and. Tom Jones show and and I wanted to be a singer and I couldn't be a singer so right. I learned you know growing up um, all my friends were in the business my friend right. Tim Swirling his father was Joe Swirling who ran Stephen Keneal Productions uh -huh. with the Rocker Files and oh. those shows right and then my best friend Don McDougal Joe McDougal his father won an Oscar and Emmy a BAFTA for um Star Wars and all these other movies and TV shows. So, wow, the company you keep, the, uh, Oscar, Emmy, and all those, those are yeah. gone. Wow. <laughs> so let me, because during that time, let's say late seventies, right, or or early seventies, right, seventies, right, right, right. Um, there weren't a lot of people that looked like us that were on television. We know the shows that did exist, right. Um, However, um, I was just going to mention to your mom, like, you know, so we're talking 60s with your mom in terms of entering this entertainment world. Right. SPR, like. Right, right, right. Um, how did well, that happen? Well, that's just my mother, to be honest. Oh, with okay. You. <laughs> she just was one of these trailblazers. trailblazers yeah. Yeah. This and then went off to do, you know, and my aunt is Lola Falana. So, wow. Yeah. Oh my so, God. Yeah. Lola so we, Falana, yeah. um, just the epitome, like, you know, of, um, and for those of you actors who don't know her, then you know imdb.com, the Google world, you can get a plethora of information about her, but just a beautiful empress like i mean i just remember growing up like in awe with her yeah. the queen of las vegas and fred sanford always had a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> remember sanford and son 
Yes, yes. Lamont, this is the big one. Yeah, she was I a mean, trailblazer too, the first black woman on in Broadway. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. it's in your blood. It's there. It's really there. Yeah. I just sing or dance. You know, I mean, it, but it doesn't, I mean, yes, um, that is, you know, a part of the journey to getting you because the actors that I know that have worked with you on projects, like, you know, a lot of them have continued to thrive and build a career. And this was their first project with you. Or um, I, I feel like you have this touch about you where you can reinvent careers as well. Right. Um, and you look, you know, yes, you look through the actor's pool, but you also look through musical actor, you, you know, artist and right. um, just talent in general. So, you know. Yeah. I gave Michael B. Jordan his first star in the world in a film, not TV. Mm. Pastor Brown. Yes. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Which you know I love. I'm a fan of Pastor Brown. And I told him, you're going to be that $10 million man. And look at him now. Wow. But that's what I'm saying. What was it? Because Pastor Brown was way before um, Fruitvale Station. Mm -hmm. What was it that you saw in him then? He had it. He had it. When he first auditioned, I wanted Evan Ross. Oh. And he phoned in his audition. And you know when I say you phone in your audition? And then Sally Richardson says, no, look at him again. Look at him again. And and uh, when he came back the second time, he nailed it. And it was Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And he, he did he did what everything you wanted for that part. Mm. Emotions. And Michael is just so talented. He is one of the most um, amazing um, I, I used to call him Denzel. And look at mm. his films with Denzel. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What was it when you just said he had that thing? Because actors struggle with, you know, um, I have some actors, which um, a couple of weeks ago I was working with different actors. And they, after, you know, let's say we were reading a scene and they would say to me, um, you know, I need to you know, do this, blah, blah, blah. And I would say, I mean, I think that's great that you have an opinion. However, your opinion means nothing unless you are the executive producer. Right. <laughs> you know, like, but they're consciously trying to feel out what is that thing? You know, what do I have? Am I not enough? What is it? How do you define that thing for actors? It's interesting that you say that because you know mm. Isaiah. Yes. I said, I tell every actor, if you want to have opinion, then you develop your projects so that your opinion matters. Right. And if you want to be, you know, you got to know where you're going so where you know where you're coming. You got to know where yeah. you come from so you know where you're going. Right. The thing is your beat. You got the beats are so important. I mean, mm. you have to have a history of who you are so that your character can be believable. Uh And I'm such a stickler on beats. Mm. I believe what you're saying and not, Mm -hmm. you're not acting. Right. Anybody can act. I can act. Yes. I've seen that. Are you the character? Right. History. Do you know what you're, where you're coming from so that you can be that character. Uh 
Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense because now it's funny that you said that because the other day, I'm always thinking about ways to create either exercises or templates for actors where they can, you know, jumpstart something within them for the scene or the audition. So I was saying that one of the things that we don't talk about enough is the integrity of the character. Mm -hmm. We talk about emotions. We talk about, you know, characteristics, but the integrity And I think that that's something important that actors need to identify with, whether it's written in the script or not. But for them to know, you know, if um, I'll give you a quick example. I did a film called Woodsman with um, Eve and Lee Daniels actually was um, executive producer. And when he Mm -hmm. gave me the script, he said, you're going to love Kevin Bacon's character. And I said to myself, how am I going to love Kevin Bacon's um, character? He's a pedophile. I would never Uh, There's nothing ever. Right. Then I read the script and I'm like, wow, I kind of feel a little, you know, but there was a certain integrity that he brought to that character Mm. as a pedophile that made you say, "Uh, "Okay, well, you know, and that was uncomfortable. But so I think that there has to be something grounding actors right. in these characters that whether you're a bad character to that extreme or, you know, you're the, a great person, what is, what's your integrity in that character? Right, right. Let me start and working even, on that. You know, again, even the most horrific characters have some redeeming qualities. That's it's right. good at what you do. That's right. Who's going to be mm, cringe at, but you got to say, damn, they worked that character. Mm-hmm. And you love it. And you remember lines. Right. You, know, you remember scenes. So, Rashawn, I do want to talk about your current project um, because I, I, I get nervous around now because I'm like, oh, man, I know 20 minutes is flying by because right. it always does. But let's talk about your current project, the Mahalia Jackson's story. I would love to talk. I I have two. Mahalia is is, um, going to be uh, on uh, on the streamer. Um, We're closing the deal. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also have Slay. Oh. It's a a follow-up to Pose. Oh, no. It's going to be sick. Is this a series? It's a series. Wow. Yeah. Because Pose ended... But it ended yeah. so quickly and yeah. it did not really get into the meat of the the house life. Mm. So this and is more character driven in terms of more knowing who they are? More up to date as in 2021. Oh, okay. It's All not right. a period piece. It's okay. how kids live it and do it now. Yeah. Wow. And did you shoot it in Los Angeles? I started in Baltimore. (laughs) Oh, nice. I literally was on a walker in Baltimore. (laughs) See, this is what I tell you. I'm telling you. Like, okay, now you have these two projects. Can you take a breath a little bit right now? You know what? I have to because um, I don't want to relapse. Good. Good. Like, this is good. And this is, um, all right. So then tell us about Remember Me. Um, I want to, you know, your, your cast, the Mahalia Jackson story. Wow. Just a plethora of talent. It's sick. It's sick. It's sick. Legacy plays Mahalia. Legacy. Um, Columbus Shore plays Martin. Um, Keith David 
um, Vanessa Williams, uh, who has a Janet Hubert from um, Fresh Prince. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 to me, it's, it's another, um, my two favorites is Dirty Laundry and Pastor oh. Brown. And Those are my two favorites. Be, it's going to be on that, it's already on that level, but when the world sees it, it's like, let me just say this, and ho- I, I tell you, I keep it 100. Yes, always. Did anybody see Genius by Aretha Franklin? Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Elsa said, yes, exclamation point. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying when I say respect doesn't even live up to genius. Whoa. I keep Whoa. it 100. Okay. I love, well, I'm going to be honest. I, I haven't story. seen. I haven't seen either of the films. So, you need to see both of them so you okay. understand. I'm going to see them both. I mean, Genius was amazing. Mm. Um, Cynthia Uvo was amazing. And well, Let she see, is amazing. Lettucey takes, you're going to see a new Lettucey. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. When I saw the picture, you guys, it's black and white, and there was this profile, and I saw Legacy's name, but I was like, that's, wait. I felt like she totally embodied the character. Yes. Totally. Like, I'm talking from the hat. Right, right. And my story is this. When I was a kid, my grandparents only traveled by train. So Mm. my grandfather on my mother's side took me to the Grand Central Station in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I was a child that, as a kid, my mother had to get a leap for me because I was all over the place. And at three years old, she picked me up. I fell into this woman's arm in this big fur coat. And um, she said, this child is blessed. This child is going to do great things. What? When she held me in her arms. Right. For three more years, this time with my father. Mm-hmm. And I fell into this woman's arms again. And it was two separate times, three years different. She said the same child. This child is blessed. This child is going to do great things. And that was my experience with Mahalia Jackson and not knowing who she was, but my parents knew. And I always, all my life, people would say, oh, you are blessed. You are, your energy, you're going to do great things. And I said, well, when is this going to happen? And I realized as God has blessed me with these projects, it was telling these stories that I was blessing others. But I totally, totally 100% realized when I got sick unexpectedly yeah. and ended up in the hospital, which yeah. they had pronounced me three times, yeah. that there was something more that God had for me. And yeah. so my blessings are still, it's, there's still more to come. Right. And and I want to say this just because I, I, I know you, that a lot of times people get this awakening, people get this nudge, um, people get this dose of reality, so to speak, when they're going through something like this and being hospitalized in an unexpected situation. Mm-hmm. But you have been filled with the spirit from day one that right. I've known you. So you had a vault a vault <laughs> of like, you know, God yes. was like, you want to cash in some of them chips, Rashawn? Yes. Yes. So it's like, I, I think that left. I just want to say that because yeah. this just didn't happen. So I know that through this process, you were still diligent. You were still trusting the process and being right. patient with the process because, you know, you know, the outcome is what this, the podcast right. is talking 
talking about right. your two projects that you right. <laughs> that are getting right going. Right. right, right. That's the beauty, man. That's God. Always, yes. And it's just, it's more to come because after this, yeah. I'm doing Mammy Till. Mammy Till, and, pure and innocent heart, but I'm shooting it like a time to kill. Oh my God. I don't want to see him being murdered that's been done a million times, but I want to see the story about how the court case went and why she sent him down there. Rashawn, I want to say maybe two years before the pandemic, um, I saw a play. It was a reading, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reading was um, about Mama Till. Mm-hmm. As a and I think that was a reference in there, but um, it was the it was her point of view because we don't know her. Like you said, we right. don't know. And I think that um, you know every day to see her walk towards the courthouse through the crowds, being spit at, being thrown bananas, you know, ridiculed, and every day she had to endure that. And she did going in, and she did coming out. And to hear the lies and to hear, I mean, I, this is a story that definitely needs to be told. Definitely. Very much so. Very much so. And I'm excited. The script is crazy good. And Erica wrote that. She wrote uh, Mahalia. And now the follow-up is going to be Mammy Till. Wow. And everybody loves the script. And just like when you see um, Mahalia, just know that the same writer wrote uh, wow. Innocent heart. Wow. Yes. So if you could just, you know, because those two projects we're to- we're going to definitely support you on mm-hmm. uh, all of your work. Um, if you could just give our actors, because we have a lot of specifically um, Jalisa Capri, who's one of the mm-hmm. Spirit Actor alumni that you're getting ready to see. Um, she has also become a producer and I love it. I love it. She at least she listens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> all right, you give the actors some tips on why it's important to own your own work and to produce your own work, especially now. Because the bottom line is you know what you want to do. You want to have a voice. You don't want to be a puppet. Yeah. So my suggestion, and I say this, and I said this to Jalissa, I know I said this when she was, you know, um, we were having our conversation, is create your own so you can have a boy. Yeah. And be that, you'll be a better actor by being a better producer. Right, right. You know? That's, I mean, I just think that, you know, to see so many transitions from Regina King, you know, mm-hmm. Denzel, like um, mm-hmm. even Joe Morton now is directing, yeah. um, he's directing an episode of um, Our Kind of People. Let me tell you, Regina is the epitome of an actor producer and getting it done right, you know? Yeah. I love me some Regina. <laughs> I do too. I mean, yeah. um, I think Tasha. that... She- Tasha, I was oh my god, girl. Tasha, you Tasha Smith. Look at her; she is blown up as a director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. I mean, okay. it just—it definitely is very inspiring and motivating. And you know, I—I—I I, I think that. <clears throat> excuse me. There's so many other stories out there that have not been told. Right and need to be told. And so I like the fact that they're being told through women of color's eyes, oh, you yeah. know? Said, and you know, Denise Douse directed Mahalia. Yes, I saw that. Yes, she has an eye and you know, she's in one of the uh, very solid, solid actor. Um, yeah. that brings, brings it 
110% every time she shows up. Yeah. Yes. I love it, man. I love it. Um, so I want you to, um, cause one of my, my favorite, <laughs> I just want to talk about dirty laundry because, um, as a producer, that was your first film. Right. Damn down June. He ain't here. <laughs> yeah. Rashad, I love that film. I'm like, telling you, I'm telling um, you, uh, I had that was a cast. Uh, another events. cast. Your your relationships, are. like I want to just add that too. Your relationships play in so much of your work because right. you know when you have relationships like you, people will show up. People will oh. work with the budget that you have. Right. We had helicopters drop uh, flying into our scenes because we had our, we couldn't get permits. <laughs> <laughs> I know that shoot and run. I know yeah. that. <laughs> it was, I'm telling you. And Loretta told Glenn, her husband, she says, I don't know, but I, I hope they don't lose me on this doggone project. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was driving her. She was looking at me. I was oh. looking at her. We out in the boondocks of Georgia. <laughs> it was just, I mean, I just thought, and actors, go see Dirty Laundry. It's such a fun film, you know? Love Nicole Ivy, Parker. I mean, and, and the other thing, too, is that in the... I guess that late 80s, right? Early um, 80s, 90s, like independent mm-hmm. films. Spike Lee's, Robert Townsend's, Keenan. Robert Townsend, Hollywood Shuffle. <sighs> Hollywood Shuffle was another one of my favorite films. Yes, $75,000. Yes. So, you know what? This is a good on segue. This is- you pay for that on credit cards. Wow. And I remember when... Um, there was the um, black filmmakers, Warrington and Reginald Hutland had right. the organization here. And so they did all, right. most of the screenings of those films. But mm-hmm. I remember when Robert Townsend was talking, because that was at the same time that Matt Cherry, Matt, Matt, Matthew um, Cherry, Matthew Cherry. Cher- well, no, that's not um, the film was. Um, oh, man, man, it's coming to me. Matt. Maybe it was him. But but during that time, you know, he had um, uh, his mom mortgaged their home and that's how he made his film. Then Chris Sherrod did something else with Have mm-hmm. Plenty, like those type of. Oh, yeah. I love Remember? that. Remember? Tracy Edmonds had um, um, supported him on Have Plenty. Yes. Yeah. So, I love Have Plenty. That oh, so sexy. did I. That was one that of my films, sexy. too. That was one of my films. And Robin Arlington Green, who is at TV One, she was a producer on that film. Right. That's when I met Robin. Robin is now, um, so you know, head of uh, OWN TV. Oh, great. There we go. (laughs) Congratulations, Robin. Robin, I did that girl. Yeah, she's at OWN now. Wow. Oh, my God. I will send a shout out to her. That's a wonderful thing to know. (laughs) (laughs) See? Listen, Rashad knows relationships, y'all. Right. <laughs> he has relationships. Yeah, you do. I was going to ask you, present day, Rashad, do you, how do you feel about the budgets that are are still presented to people of color, whether it's television, film, um, independent? Like, where are we at in in the climate of that? We have not changed. It's wow. Like, unless you know. Um, you attach yourself to somebody that is 
uh, like a Tracy Edmonds or you know um, who else? Yes, Manny Rich. You, you, you can you, to get things done. You have to have a more of a bigger name, right? You know, um, you know, Lena did it, uh, and with Common, right? And um, it's still, you know, we still have to. So, but but Rashawn, like, I just, our five minutes has has come up. I just need one Uh minute on this. And then you could drop some more jewels. But, like, Uh haven't we proven enough? Like, Black Panther, you hear, ah, no foreign sales. Black Panther, like, I'm confused. We have proven it. We have proven it. But, again, it's like these missing people that, um, if you're not blonde and blue-eyed, do we really give a shit? about other people wow. you know, people that um because i was like and i'm not that i love everybody but yes like you did missing his son um his kid is just as important as gabby yeah and, and, and that's that's blonde blue eyed we are right. projects. these people want our projects but they right. don't want to pay for our project wow wow i mean we wanted we want the steven spielberg check yeah yeah. And and that's the solution. I mean, really, yeah. like, I feel like we, we should be at a point now where we're talking about something else, because I just remember talking about this in the early, you know, 80s, oh, <laughs> 90s, you know, and right. here we're 20, you know, 21. Like, let's let's have some solutions and right. share these right. stories and and sit at the table and have a, a, a fair playing game. I don't know if that's my generation. Maybe it's Soraya's generation. I don't know. And there you go, Soraya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's going to be, that's the sprinkle dust I'm blowing. I'm still pushing through, waiting for that breakthrough. Um, where I get the upfront money and I have to wait for the back end. That's why I'm right. doing more television now. Right. Well, that's good. And we're going to blow yeah. sprinkle dust on that for you. Right. If there is anything that you want to drop on these actors, Rashawn, give it to them. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm saying don't give up. I know people say that, but I'm just going to say it. If it's for you, you will get it. God will bless you. Mm. And you just have to be consistent. Be consistent in what your beliefs are and what you want to deliver because it will happen. You will get what you want if you put plant the seed and it grows. It will grow, but you have to be consistent. And I keep saying consistent, consistent, consistent yeah. because you're not going to receive it without doing the work. Right. The work right. is important. The work is so important. And that's but, the bottom and line. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. You have to. And you also have to rest, too. Um, just sending that friendly reminder to my friend, uh-huh. Rashad. <laughs> okay. yeah. So he can do some more work because he got work for y'all. Right. Um, so right. we are so blessed. Rashad is not going anywhere. And so we are going to come back with the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, for Class in Session. Session. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and you are still blessed to have Mr. Rashawn Fear, who's still with us, okay? <laughs> so he's going to join us in class and session where our actors, Miss Jaleesa Capri, hey. OG, and Maxie O'Connor are reading the scene. Hey, Maxie. Hello, hello. <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, how are you, Tracy? Good, my friend. And Elsa is going to read the narrative. This scene is written by Spirit Actor alumni, Leon Amato. She writes all of our scenes um, for okay. this segment. Okay, so Elsa, Jalisa, and Maxie, are you guys ready? Ready. Okay, and action, Elsa. I still love you, but written by Leon Amato. Interior, living room, day. The couple sits in their living room with space between them. The tension is loud. They're barely able to face each other, unable to find their words. I know. He looks at her. I love you so much that I didn't even want to consider the thought of it. So I ignored it. All this time. But I knew. He looks back down. I mean, you would you would show me little things and signs and I would just shrug it off. 
and just find a way to justify it. But I never wanted to hurt you. <laughs> I mean, a, a few years in would have been a good time to talk about it. <clears throat> I am trying really hard to be understanding, okay? He hesitates and says nothing. And then... I'm still trying to find myself. Oh, well, now you have all the freedom to figure it out. Stop. This is not what I wanted us. Rob, please, okay? I, I am really trying here. And that is, that is the last thing that I need to hear, okay? Feels bad. Look, I'm sorry. Look, I, I am... I am trying to wrap my head around this. I mean, everything just, it feels like a lie right now. I mean, like we never had a real thing. Baby. She looks at him with eyes that could kill. Crystal, it was real. You were the best, no. You are the best thing that's happened to me. You were my best friend. It's, it's why I struggled so hard, so bad with this. You know, <laughs> it would have been better off if it was a woman, you know. At least we could have come back from that. But this? I have banked my whole life on you. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to say, Crystal? What? I'm sorry, I can't go back and I have to figure this out. Am I wrong to say that? Damn. It feels good to even say that. Oh. Mm. It's relief, but silence. See? Okay. All right, spirited actors. I'm going to throw it to you, Rashawn, and whatever you feel that they need, you can give that. Um, Maxie, your beats are on point. Jalissa, your emotions. I'm going to give you some truth here. You um, closed your, your, your lines. You, you, the beginning, I would have thought you would have uh, gradually show more emotion and not just been at 100 in the beginning. I think this was one that you could have, with that character, as much as I'm understanding this character, you could have not been at a hundred from the start. I think that character you could have, as you grew into the character, showed got to where you were in the end. And I love your your emotions in it, but I just think you brought it too fast in the beginning. Okay. But you were on point once you got into the character. Maxie, you mm -hmm. just you were just there. And um your beats were everything. Thank you. And and the the thing that I love about class and session is that it really is like, you know, um, it's live, you know, where these actors are presenting themselves and and especially in the Zoom age where we have to create the chemistry, you know, on this, you know, um, those are the things that I look for as well. It's a it's that pacing because if you start here, where do you have to go? Where do you go? And where do you go? But I mean, she brought it. 
Yeah, but the, I'm, 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 the emotion I always believe. Like, it would have been on point if yeah. she had took a breath and a beat to show us the emotions of how this character is going to grow. Right, right. You know? Right, because it's exhausting. But um, both of you guys, applause, applause, applause. Well, and everybody... Um, I just want to thank Rashawn for coming on the show. Thank you so much about anything for you. Uh, And I would do anything for you as well, my brother. And I appreciate love the fact that you woke up for me this morning. (laughs) I do. I was not going to miss it. I wanted to make sure that I brought it and that I was there for you. Well, you did, and thank you. We're going to see Remember Me, the Mahalia Jackson story, and we're looking for Slay. I can't wait. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to Slay. Popping in the fall. Yes, yes. And we are so happy that you are well. That's the most important thing. We are so happy that you're well. So, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and stand up for Mr. Rashawn, producer extraordinaire. Fear. Thank yes. you. Thank you. God bless you all, and I enjoyed it. And we will be back on the Spirited After podcast with me, Tracy Moore, giving love. And now it's time to give love. It can't be great all the time, right? And there are times when it is bad. I remember when I had to go to emergency for my son's accident. And I had been sitting around for hours. And one of the things that came to mind was, I don't ever want to laugh again. I don't think I'll ever laugh again. And I kept saying to myself, how can I laugh again with Miles in this condition and going through what he was going through? And then my friend John Laster showed up and he's a comedian as well. And John said, he called me first and he said, is there anything you need? And I said, well, you know, maybe something to drink. And I remember John coming into the waiting room and there was a small table that I was sitting next to. And I had turned around and talked to somebody. And when I turned back around, the way that John set up the table was like craft services on a set. And it was the funniest thing to me. And in that moment, I laughed. And through the bad and through the pain and through the uncertainty, I laughed. And to this day, I thank John for allowing me and reminding me that even though things looked grim and it seemed really bad, that bit of laughter carried me through. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.